self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am yf and tired of this shit Okay. Also known as Calamity Red. I have no idea what that means or is a reference to, but why I guess I'll find out later. Why F and Lucci and Red Janae Carter? What Y F stand for? I have no fuck. It's Y F N. What you don't know what that stand for? I don't give a shit. You should. I don't care. You brought it up. You just said that's your name. You don't even know what your name is. It's my name because it's his name, and I'm just gonna talk about their relationship. I don't need to know what the fuck his name means to talk about that. It's some stupid, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure well, it's some bullshit. His name is what? Y-F-N Lucci. L-U-C-C-I. Well, I'm going to apply whatever it is to you. Don't. Well, mm-hmm. obviously it's not going to fit me. <laughs> it's probably young something nigga. Young fucking nigga. I don't know. <laughs> that would be. That's very inflammatory. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's what he is, he a young fucking nigga. Lucci. <laughs> it probably fly. Young fly nigga Lucci. I like mine better. You see, you can't even fight that anymore. Young fly nigga. Here. Okay, well, there you go. So I'm a young fly nigga tired of this shit. <laughs> I'm disgusted. Why? Hmm. I didn't name him. I don't I don't care if you name him or not. <laughs> I Young can feel how I want to feel. Lucci, I guess, yeah. I ain't got to have no reasoning. Okay. You can find us on, or me on uh, Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point and Instagram. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener later portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and send us a uh, a private message on Facebook, but of course, first we gotta gotta do these poems. We do, we do, and I went first last week. You did go yes, first last I week. I did. All right. <laughs> Therefore, it is your turn. This poem is called "She Holds It Back," and here we go. Her inner workings are delicate, but the surface is hardened. The idea of happiness pardoned may be disregarded. Hunting for relationships at a bargain, only coming out with pain. Making love almost impossible to attain, but still. When I hold her hand, she holds it back. Not merely allowing me to control the class, but also firming her grasp. Allowing me to see that she still has hope no matter the shape of her past. Overlooking the pain and refraining for blaming me for the game of the last. And not only does she hold it back, but when she holds it, she also chooses to squeeze, letting me know that I letting me know that she still believes and I'll keep her from harm. And together we her love, we will retrieve. But not only does she hold it back and choose to squeeze, sometimes she even reaches for the things on the end of my sleeves, inwardly telling me that when she needs to, she seeks me. And this here hand fits hers uniquely. See, this hand currently belongs to her and it will never be used to do wrongs to her. But not only does she hold it back, squeeze, and sometimes reach for my hands, she also pulls me in a direction, silently showing others that I'm her man. Also showing me that love doesn't have to be bland, but it can be grand. Shattering the predisposition that I must pull her where I say. She's used to being dragged the other's way. She wants to do more than hold it back, squeeze, reaching to pull me to her soul, because if it were up to her, she would never let it go. All right. Snap, 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 snap. 
There Why can't is. we actually snap? We can if we want to. Oh. Just snap in the front of the mic. Your snaps are weak. <laughs> is that the best you can snap? Yes. You got to use more power. You know the sound of your snap is actually your finger hitting your palm, right? Is it? Yes. Are you sure? Look. Okay, it's too fast. I can't see. <laughs> yes, the is you so you got to put more power on the the flick down. There you go. Yeah. It didn't I mean It's that first off, your right like, hand snaps is better. Don't use your left dominant, hand. Well, that's my dominant. Yeah, hand. use your right hand snaps. <laughs> but put some juice on it. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I'm sorry for my weak snap. Snap lesson. <laughs> Um, mine is called contractions. It's about babies. Why would it be about babies? Don't women have contractions when they've been to have a baby? I, they do, but there's also <laughs> grammatical contractions, and that's what this oh, is about. Oh, oh! <laughs> I just didn't think about. I didn't think you have a. Uh, it's an entire poem on contractions. Yes, yeah, grammatical. Talk about English lessons. Yeah. Well, but of course, it's like. In relation to relationships. You know, but, contractions is just a shortcut. Yeah, and that's what this is about. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big shortcut, though. It's a real yeah. little one. Yeah, but it, it, it's the same thing. Okay. You make a shortcut to get to the same place. I guess you're right. Uh, okay, contractions. <laughs> she isn't, he isn't, it isn't, they aren't, and never will be. She isn't sure. She has no reason to be. You see, he's given no reason to have any security in what he says and what he does, where he is and where he was. So the doubts build up to she can't see. And he isn't honest, not with her or himself. He knows it's not right. You see, her doubts can be felt in what she doesn't say and what she doesn't do, where she doesn't go. You see, he has a clue, but he just can't seem to let it be. And it isn't fair, but sometimes love never is. Starting out so strong, but then beginning to fizz with all that they don't say and all that they don't do, the places they won't go, the obstacles they won't move until all there is no longer was. Uh, and they aren't denying it. You see, they're very aware, but love is hard to let go of with all the things that they share and what they do say and the things they do do, the places they do go, the feelings that are true, but how can you let go when you care? And it never will be. And it's just a sad fact. Sometimes we try to go against fate, try to make our own track. But no matter what we say, no matter what we do, no matter how far we go, it still remains true that we can't go too far from the path. Contractions leave out things, sometimes an O, sometimes an I. But in those missing letters are the tears we will cry when we forget that nothing's changed. Won't. It still will not. Okay. <laughs> Snaps. Yeah. Something in that poem stood out to me. What? You said do back to back. Do do. Yes, you did. Yes. The things that they do, do. But you said it like do do. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I thought about that before I got to that point. Because every time I've ever read this to myself, I hear do do. And I hate that. But like, there's no other way to do it. I see you tried not to I make did. it do do. But I think a part of just how I heard it, it was do do. I tried, but it is what it is. <laughs> it really took my mind away from the next three lines. That's so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, I'll be it. Snap, snap, snaps. <laughs> uh, we got two listener letters this week. Okay, the people who send us listener letters is getting something. It was only two of y'all, so only two. I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send y'all something. All right. So cause I don't know if Natalie and the 
uh, in the uh, thing say she a nerd. Nikki from NC. Nikki from NC. Nikki from NC said she's a nerd or a geek or something. So yeah, maybe she do want the hip hop covers book. I'll send them send her email back to see if she want that. Well, since you brought up Nikki from NC, let's <laughs> start with hers. Hey, y'all, it's Nikki from North Carolina again. Just a couple of things I want to bring up. The storyline of the poor, rejected male nerd turning to crime is getting old. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I am a self-described nerd. I hid myself in books until college and then hid in scientific research labs. I get a decent amount of male attention and I date pretty regularly, but I have never been the popular girl or the person who men have considered to be super conventionally, conventionally attractive. I have never used this as an excuse to be violent or act in, the, in an insane way towards other people. Rejection is a part of life, and I just take it as that. I rarely approach men, but if I do, I'm okay with not being liked. I have been stalked, had my car keyed, and have received harassing calls from guys that I never, uh, that I never weighed interested in, or that I never was interested in, or guys that I decided to end things with. I have feared for my life before. These guys were good guys by the world standards educated good jobs and polite but they were certifiably insane uh my somewhat related question is have you ever heard of the true force loneliness movement and mgtow these guys are beyond scary what are your thoughts about the movement movements thanks again nikki from nc we had to look these shits up so the mgtow <laughs> referred himself as mctoes i wasn't gonna or say tiles it sounds stupid <laughs> but i mean but they're stupid. So, but if you if you hear Mid-tiles. somebody talking about that, then you'll know that you should not listen to anything that they say after that. Yes, we did not know what these were, so we had to go look them up. And they're basically groups of men that have decided that women ain't shit. Wait, 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 wait. There are differences to discern. Okay, there are differences to discern. Well, so true force loneliness is basically dudes who believe that they are forced to be alone in society because women are too shallow. And that, and because of that, they take their frustration out on women. But true force loneliness seems to be seems to be a group that tries to help each other through their loneliness. <laughs> here's, here's what's stupid about do they? So they think. But that, but hold on, the diff, but but the MGTOWs now they. They're in the same shithole, but they just have a different perception of it. MGTOWs are men, men go their own way. That's what it stands for, which they clearly feel like they've been rejected, but they interpret it as women not being capable of being able to love men and women not, the way that men can love women not being <laughs> trustworthy because everything all of a woman's intentions are to drain a man of his resources that's that's their perspective of not you know interacting with a woman and they have supposedly taken it's a self statement of self-ownership you know for men because it's like instead of being instead of being all woe is me women won't accept me which they believe the true force loneliness guys define their existence by their being rejected the MGTOWs feel like they define themselves by their desire to not be with women either way both of these groups have a very deeply problematic perspective of women it's horrible. Which, 
It's just so funny the things that they're complaining about are things that men do to women. <laughs> like, do they think because you feel like you're somebody who gets rejected because of how you look? Does that mean that men don't do that to women? Like, <laughs> the problem is they believe that they are being turned down aesthetically because they don't look right. You it's obviously a, fucking crazy. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm just saying the problem is their social, their ability to socialize. It's some ugly ass dudes out there yep. that got women. Yep. That's because they can talk, they can communicate. That's because there are a lot of other things that make up for that. That's not always money. It, it's crazy because these dudes are so caught up, but but the true force loneliness guys i mean i watched a bunch of youtube videos uh -huh. from both of them so if i had to categorize the true force lonely guys i don't really use this word but pathetic <laughs> i don't like it. it it is so deeply it so deeply burrows into what you must perceive about a person when you say pathetic like She's it speaks so to like ingrained and deep deep-seated issues with that person so i don't use that word but they got problems well in MGTOWs, <laughs> there are levels to MGTOW. did you see this the yeah. levels did you read the like i went to the wikipedia page and i didn't I read, read. okay so there's zero to four. Zero counts as a level a dude on one of the videos talked them out uh f but level four is basically the same as like a doomsday prepper they live completely off the grid <laughs> Well, no, doomsday preppers don't live out the grid. They just prepare for when bullshit happen. These motherfuckers go get a cabin in the woods and leave com and live completely off the grid because they don't want to be social with anyone. And so the levels leading up to that is like, you know, fucking women but not having relationships with them. And then you get to a level where you just don't even want to have relationships with them. You just don't want to be bothered with them. And then level four is you don't want to be bothered with society as a whole. So you just completely remove yourself from society altogether. So that there, there is a level of MGTOWs that will still have sexual relationships or short-term relationships with women. And then as they grow up in level, then they just like say, fuck all, fuck all these bitches and done. It's just pathetic and sad and ridiculous. It's like, take some response. Listen, is there whack-ass women out here? Yes, the same way that there's whack-ass niggas out here. I'm not going to assume that all men are bullshitters just because I meet some that are. <laughs> or I'm not going to assume that all men are not going to be interested in me because these two niggas wasn't. Like, that's sad. And at some point, motherfucker, it's you. It's you. The fact that you were able to be sucked into either one of these groups, whether it's True Force Loneliness or the Mink Town, the fact that this made sense to you and you were like, this is what's been wrong all the time. It's not me. It's them. That's just really sad. It's just sad. And pathetic. And fuck them. I, I don't they, they, they really do seem like a dangerous group of people. Yeah. Uh, the Mink Toes seem... They seem like the narcissistic version of true force loneliness. Yes. It's like the MGTOs seem to be like the narcissists where it's like, we know what's going on. You know, we, we're what's valuable. You know, feminists and women acting like feminism is a thing and acting like this is a patriarchal society. You know, acting like it's a yeah, patriarchal. Because one of the videos he was saying that women are born with privilege because they are beautiful 
enough to get what they want. First of all, all women are not more beautiful. It is some some terrible looking women out here running these streets. Beauty but, is in the eye of the beholder. It is. Red. It, you know, I think that there's, there's some, somebody for everybody. It is somebody for everybody, but I feel like there are some people that we could all collectively agree. But I feel like um, <laughs> I feel like the McToes are like angry at feminism and angry at the idea that women are oppressed and I think that they are trying to fight but that the, concept. Their only idea that they're not oppressed is that they don't want you. Like your only <laughs> reason for feeling that women collectively are not oppressed is because they have a, a option to say, I don't want to go out with you. Well, I think for the for the McToes, it's from their perspective, it's deeper. How? Because the government is involved in women's draining of men's resources whether it's the court system taking a child away from a man and allowing a woman to control a man through his child whether it's a woman being able to divorce a man and take half of his belongings and all of the shit that go along with it I, I saw a meme when I was looking up this stuff that said it was <laughs> I think it had to be a MGTOW meme don't let a $7 sundress this summer cost you $70,000 in child support <laughs> And it's a dude on Facebook. His name is Sandman. He was the one that was communicating stuff. He has a ton of videos on on YouTube, but he doesn't show his face. Does he show his face on? No. No, nobody nobody look like because he know that it's bullshit. He just... I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Maybe he, he believed the shit that he well, espoused. If you're saying women ain't shit and you don't give a fuck anyway, why would you not show your face? Show your face. Who cares? Women ain't shit anyway. So any of them that say something just are living up to what you believe to be true which is that women ain't shit so saw your face saying well, maybe man. how he maybe how he look is the reason that he in this situation and in the i'm beginning. sure it is i mean that in one is. of his videos he say i used to get women all the time and i was like that shit don't even sound natural <laughs> <laughs> like the way that he said it i was like you lying you lying you ain't got no damn women ever to feel this way or or you know what i'm saying because you could be a man that went through this but how are you going to apply that to every woman retroactively and proactively? How are you going to do that? And pretend that men don't do the same thing. I don't understand how you can say women uh, trade on their looks. Women are superficial. Like, it ain't men out here <laughs> that only pick women that look a certain way. That's what we do as humans collectively. Is You're going to initially be attracted to the visual representation of somebody until you get to know them. So I just, the whole thing is, is just their attempt at not addressing whatever the fuck it is going on with them. It's so much easier for just to say uh, women collectively and the, the government, uh, all of them are in on this, this conspiracy to fuck men over. So fuck them, fuck society. Cause again, at level four, they say fuck society and go live in the woods by themselves like a monk. Not even monk. monks live with each other. They got some kind of socialization. These motherfuckers go live alone in the woods. It's creepy, weird. Fuck them. I, I just, it's stupid. I just. It sounds, it sounds dangerous. It sounds like the Mick toes would, you know, aggressively go after women, mm-hmm. and it sounds like the true force loneliness dudes would be depressed and sad enough to like <laughs> go after a woman or stalk a woman. I just. Oh yeah. And I mean, listen, we've talked about like how much more careful I have to be in online dating and just going out because I can't just hit somebody with a two piece if they get out of pocket on the date. Saturday night special. 
<laughs> shoot him in the stomach twice. True, that's true. Or like just in general, like men. No, we. I gotta. I actually have a story of a woman who got upset because she was the side chicken. Had some retaliation, but like men retaliating can be very dangerous sometimes because, like Nikki, I had my car. Uh, I hadn't had my car key, but I done been stalked where I had to get somebody to say something to a nigga before for him to like stop and chill out. Like it was creepy. Well, when I lived on campus, so yeah, I mean, fuck them. I don't know. That's that's my opinion on them. Fuck them. Stay away from them. Anybody that has these ideas are very dangerous people. I'm interested in probing. I'm interested in probing people in my my like environment because I feel like some dudes. I feel like I should be like purple pill because <laughs> every one of them mixed oh, yeah. stages is named after a pill like red you got blue pill, pill and red pill yeah. and I'm gonna be like have purple pill. <laughs> yeah, brother. Hell no, no brother shit. You crazy. You better not be stalking no damn women. Oh, Tell you that right now. Yeah, it's craziness. Fuck them. I don't know. They should just. No, the ones who go live in the woods, I'm with it. You should absolutely do that. Go stay by yourself. No, you shouldn't. Self. Yes, you should. Go on in the woods. Be by they yourself. They're going to end up like Paperboy on that episode. That old man they found in the woods. <laughs> That's fine. Got my black ass ain't going to be out there in the woods to come across them. So no. they ain't going to stay out there. That's fine. They don't need to be out in the woods, man. They need to be exposed and they need to be. Something need to happen to them. Like, them staying off the grid is probably best for everybody. Then we won't have to deal with they motherfucking. See, now I feel like we, like I felt like there should be a pedophile island, there need to be a MGTOW island, and a True Force Loneliness island. And y'all can all go be sad and lonely together. They just misunderstood. <laughs> misunderstood my ass. <laughs> Low IQ. No. Trauma. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? What trauma that's different from anybody else? You know how many people out here get rejected? You know how many times I've been rejected in my life by somebody that I like? That shit happens, listen, yo. Listen, listen, listen. Let's not act like there's not a ton of variables. <laughs> people who come back from the war, from from uh, veterans that come back over here after experiencing war, all of them don't have PTSD. True. Some of them be fully functional and ready to go do that shit again. It's a certain type of person with a certain type of experiences, with a certain brain chemistry, with a certain perception of that experience that creates... That situation when they come back. So everybody that had all kind of trauma. Everybody got mom and daddy issues, but a certain type of person with a certain type of brain that have mom and daddy issues, that have bad enough experiences with women to embrace a message like this, it's a lot of variables that go into it. Every, like when I read this shit, this shit's stupid as hell. Yes. Like what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> they got a couple of screws up in their head loose. Yes. But no worse than what's going on in their parents' bedrooms. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help myself. That's Eminem, oh, but um, Jesus. but they, it's fucked up. I read that shit and I was like, no, what, what? This don't make sense. But you, but the people communicating it believes it so adamantly mm-hmm. that all it takes is for them to find dudes who children been taken away from them yep. because of their mom in the court system. Mm-hmm. All they gotta find is men who done lost half of their shit to women. All they gotta find is men who done had several bad relationships where they feel like. See, so the thing is, the, the core of our society was founded upon men being able to afford the best woman. Unfortunately, that comes at a time uh, where women were property and you can buy the the finest woman that you had. Like, not only that, but 
a poor family will auction off their beautiful daughter to some wealthy people for a goat you know what i'm saying <laughs> like unfortunately that is where our society come from so if men today are mad because men are expected to court women from the jump get over that shit or go be mad at your ancestors build a time machine Go back into that society and try to get them to change their ways. And look, let's not act like it ain't women out here that that <laughs> uh, that have money that suffer through these same things. Mary J. Blige, Britney Spears, Kevin Finline is trying to get her for even more money currently, saying that he deserves more child support. <laughs> like there are instances where women are in positions of power in the relationship, and they're the ones with the money. And they end up paying these niggas alimony and child support because the nigga got the kids. So let's not act like as as the world has progressed that that shit ain't moved a little bit. It's still it's obviously still more men out here having to pay, but there are women, especially rich women, that be getting the shafts <laughs> and have to pay for this nigga for the whole rest of his life, <laughs> living in luxury. That ain't luxury. coming though. It ain't what? And it ain't common. I didn't say it what. I said that it is. It's still way more men. All the motherfucker doing that is Halle Berry, and Mary J. Blige, and Britney Spears. Oh, Mary J. Blige. And what's her face? The one who um, he had a baby. She got paid child support. They had a set by surrogate. Oh, Sherry Sh- Shepard. Sherry Shepard. It's a lot of examples of it's rich women. Five examples. I mean, I'm sure I could find more if I went to look. It's gonna be really rich women. It ain't gonna be no bitches around here. <laughs> but that, I mean, I guess that gives off the perception of of it being unfair. But at the end of the day. White men, y'all get everything. Yep. Okay, y'all. Even even in the child support system, when the same shit going on with you, white man versus a black man, you get you get better situation. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just statistics. You can look that shit up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if it makes you feel bad for me to point out facts by using <laughs> terms white. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Just is what it is. Um, but have you heard of Have you heard of pick me's? Pick me's. Yeah. The fuck is a pick me? Pick me's are basically so sound like picking any. <laughs> basically, in um, in a lot of the videos that I was seeing, I see a woman video un- under it, and I was like, uh oh, let me click on her video and see her roasting these dudes. And she's basically like, oh man, I hate to be a man in this society because yeah, women be doing this and doing that. And I'm like, fuck is wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? But but a pick me are are those women who basically have a dialogue that overrepresents what men are saying about so women, so they can get chosen. So it's like pick me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, bitch. Ugh. And it is very disappointing for those women to be doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because don't get me wrong. The systems are overly in favor of 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 women when it comes to like the family system. Yes. I got a bunch of cases open and closed that just represent a father being done wrong oh, as yeah. it pertains to a court system. That's a lot and these are fathers that are doing right. I'm not just and want to be not involved. Just, yeah, I'm not just using there. the example of any father because some fathers 
ain't shit. Don't even deserve to see their kids, and they do see them. Yeah. You know, but the people I'm talking about, the cases I have, the dad is doing right, and they getting done wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, a lawyer that I know, Eric Guster on Facebook, mm-hmm. he be on, he be a correspondent on some of the CNN and every now Fox and everything every now and then. But he pretty much did a whole breakdown of, um, who he's gonna be voting for as it pertains to the elections. And one of the judges is a white woman, and one of them is a black man. Is for the family court system. The the mom and the granddad of the black man came in and said he he been going through a child custody issue after he came after he's a veteran after he came back he was going through a child custody issue with that his woman and now and now he's running for judge he's been a lawyer he's running for a judge to give black men more representation in, in there than than this judge and I don't know much about this judge and I don't know nothing about him but I know that with that judge I'm dealing with a case who she ain't she ain't forcing the mama to comply with the court order of allowing him to have visitation with his son. And it's been six years. It's like there's no balance in family court because I, a lot of my clients on my caseload currently had the same guardian at Lightham, and yeah. she is a bitch. Like, she is awful. <laughs> like, oh my god i can't and so whenever now when i ask them like who's their children's lawyer and they say this lady i'm like fuck man shit well see the thing is that those those gals they end up being responsible for allowing those children to go back to the home yeah but a lot this one in particular never feels like the kids need to go back well that that's a pro that the problem is in jefferson and shelby counties there have been some high-profile cases where children went back home and they got killed. And it created, I don't know what, I don't know who paid the prices for those decisions, but either they actually paid some physical prices or they consciousness play, conscience played a price. And all, it's harder now for all of them, like they, they retroactively apply this to any case. That one thing that happened. And I've had to sit in the, some rooms and tell some of these GALs, because this is what I do. I work with DHR, I represent the clients, I sit in the room, and every time they have a meeting, I come there, and we get to the meeting, and they be like, well, I don't think they ready. And I'm like, look, they finished their counseling, mm-hmm. they did their drug testing, yep. they have not failed since they started. Yep. But you keep having them go to these drug tests, you having the, the kids are in foster care, and you're having these parents have to have crazy schedules because mm-hmm. drug screening is random. Yep. You got to call. call in you got to call color. every day, see what color, and you got 24 hours to do it. If they call your color, you got to go down and there the place and ain't, not peeing is a positive. So and, you have to go. Well, not peeing is the better option still. How? Because. It's still a positive. It's still a positive, but if you go to trial, there is no evidence that you have drugs in your system. So if you know you got drugs in your system, not going to pee, and taking that as an L is still better because a, a lawyer who is a GAL can look at that and say, we look at that as a fail. But in a court of law, if there is no evidence that you have ever had drugs in your system, even if you didn't show up, that won't hold up in court. Does it depend on who the judge is? Because I've seen that make a No, difference. it depends on who the lawyer is representing you. <laughs> if the GAL is representing your kid, and they don't want you, your kid to go back home, mm-hmm. but you went and got you a matlock. 
But do, these people don't have the I money. know, I know. They I'm get just, these little um, court-appointed I'm just talking about the nuances because I had a whole case where um, the client didn't. They want. They was. They had a bunch of no shows, but on the ones they showed up for, they they were negative. They didn't have any drugs in their system. Mm-hmm. And so what the lawyer argued was that there is no record of this client having drugs in their system, and the judge took that argument. You know, them court appointed attorneys just do enough just to not get. They fired. do. They do just enough. And if you listen with DHR, I tell parents, I be like, if DHR ever come at you and get your kids, you'll be better off going into credit card debt to pay a lawyer than you would be dealing with that system with just a court appointed lawyer. Because your case will get resolved quick if you got a lawyer who is going to bat for you for real. The sad thing is a lot of them just don't have the funds or the ability to pay for it. Even credit card debt will require you to get a credit card. You're right. A lot of these folks can't afford that. And that's what's so fucked up about that system is that you see people getting the shaft and it ain't really nothing they can do because of just where they are in life so i brought that up to say i'm not acting like these things don't happen but to apply it to every single woman and you know at at the end of the day the way that i look at myself and the way that i look at my life is i make mistakes and i learn from my mistakes if i dated somebody who was crazy I didn't see, I didn't, I wasn't looking for the signs early enough. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying it's my fault, but I could have avoided that if I had seen some things. Everybody, like, you can only wear the mask of crazy for so long. You know what I'm saying? Folks be out here being like, that's my fiance before they realize they crazy. Yo. You should have stayed just dating for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. You know? So. I'm just, I, I got into a little sidetrack about the court stuff, but y'all, y'all need to know, the women who listen to this, y'all just need to know them dudes exist out there. And to run in the other direction. Like, regular misogyny is already bad enough, but this is like targeted misogyny. Yeah. This is like, like if, uh, if regular misogyny is like a shotgun, you know, this level of misogyny is like a sniper rifle <laughs> with a beam. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's bad. But anyway, whatever. All right. We have another one. Appreciate that, Nikki from NC. Nikki from NC. Shogun from Government Names. Government Name. uh, His letter. And I'm going to read this one because he had to do something in my voice in the letter. So I I still don't think I say this funny, but y'all think I do. So whatever. Okay, so love the show. Promise not to get triggered this episode. (laughs) I I have a simple, unfair, yet very complex question. What the fuck is wrong with white, alt-white people? I was raised to get along with people of all races, but lately it just seems that white people are on edge and quite literally have been tripping balls. (laughs) Now, maybe it's me. Maybe it's the media. Maybe it's the drugs, opioid crisis, or maybe it's my lack of drinking. But, Uh (laughs) in Red's voice, but... Uh, all white people have been all white people have become quite unbearable from calling the police on black people barbecuing in the park to constant racist remarks on twitter and in casual conversations i feel like the all white people have a chip on their shoulder and they really would like to get it off the trump effect is real trump has been the catalyst for all white people to show their true colors or lack thereof but these ideas and beliefs were in place and in play way before 
ahead of Trump's presidency. Is there a way to mend race relationship in America? My overall experience with people leads me to believe that people are not innately racist, but we are tribal. When I meet people, I try to find common grounds to relate us. Normally, that removes any tension and suspected issues. It would be great if our elected officials would work towards unifying us rather than dividing us. Um, Hell, I thought this was the United States of America. On point, this one's for you. Uh, H.R. 5698, Protect and Serve Act of 2018. Uh, Another show of power, impending progress, and invalidating uh, people of color existence. So did, I guess we're supposed to look that act up. Yep. Uh, sorry for the long email. Weird pacing and structure. I typed the way I talk. <laughs> Show government, government name podcast. HR 5698. Mm-hmm. You got it? Well, while he's looking for that, let's talk about just white people in general. These all white people. Go I don't really it. know what the fuck is going on. Like, the more that I see these ridiculous things of like calling the police because somebody was barbecuing with charcoal, like specifically because, not because they were barbecuing, they were using charcoal. Like that was the reason to call the police. Or the guy that was moving into his own fucking apartment at night and they called the police and said that he was breaking into some shit. Like, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the change because that this stuff i don't know was either it wasn't as publicized or it wasn't occurring as much like with ridiculous calls to the police like with stupid shit or like the guy who was trying to do his motherfucking job and the white lady across the street called the police and in that instance the police was like he doing his job if you call back i'm taking you to jail <laughs> to sit the fuck down lady not really sure it's basically h R5698 uh, says this bill amends the federal criminal code to add a new section that imposes criminal penalties on a person who knowingly causes or attempts to cause serious bodily injury to a law enforcement officer in certain circumstances that affect interstate commerce. I mean, white people have been doing that forever. Doing what? Like they flip out on the police and injure them. And why, why is that a law? Or why is that like, how is that? any different from what was all like if you hit the police then you you get another well it creates a um it creates more subjective interpretation by the police to say what somebody did Mm. and what we know that happens with the black community is that you know the officers be like you're resisting or you know you're assaulting the officer when it's just like they arms might just be flailing because they in a headlock and it's like well you're that was attempting to hit me so and i'm pretty sure that there probably has been some protections against those kind of mm-hmm. things this seems this. to amend something that allows you to you know to cause injury like if you call, try to cause injury it won't it allow an officer more subjectivity like that's what trump been doing you know like like when Trump said in the rally, you know, why are you being so nice to these guys? You know what I'm saying? When you put them in the car, hit their head. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? You can't do that. But this kind of legislation allows you to do it. And you know what? Statistics say that while they may do it to a white person, they're going to do it to a black person more. Yep. A part of it is because the system treats black people worse. So white people and black people getting arrested at the same rate. Black people going to get their head knocked into the, the door more. But statistics also show that those same rates don't happen. Black people get uh, 
apprehended at a higher rate than white people. So this in a sheer numbers game, they're going to get their head hit more. So this kind of legislation just helps them be able to have that subjective interpretation of what's going on to where the court system will take the, the officer side rather than than the side of the perp. Not no. saying that not saying that this is specifically targeted to black people, but it will impact black people at a higher rate. And just based on statistics. The alt white people calling the police for stupid ass reasons doesn't help because then you're more likely to have an incident with the police that's gonna have that come into effect like with the guys at Starbucks that actually got arrested for sitting in Starbucks. <laughs> like that so if they had been like flailing like what's this, what's going on, why why you know, then that would have been them resisting. So something that white America, a lot of white America, alt white America specifically said during Obama's presidency is that race was not an issue until President Obama came in office. Well, they don't say President Obama. They say Obama came yep. in office. That is a very telling statement because what that means is that before 2008, they believed that racism was gone somehow. They believed that there was no racism. Now, if you are a brown person in America, you know for a fact that is not true. You know that you've experienced racism. You continue to experience, and it's and it's some black people who don't have that much of a racist experience. Considering that I'm a person whose eyes are wide open to racism, I don't think I experienced that much racism. I don't see that many racist things happening to me. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. Dude called me a nigga the other day, but like it, that stuff don't happen frequently enough for me to constantly be on edge about racism but i think that's just my shake i think that like people have different shakes in life some people have just a worse time and some people have better i think some people just have situations where they experience a lot more of that than other people do my supervisor's racist but like so (laughs) she will not approach me about anything because She's scared of me. Like, and I, I know, like, my persona on the show may seem like I'm, like, out here just cussing motherfuckers out all the time. But I'm not, especially not at work. Like, I am in a professional environment, and so, therefore, I act accordingly. So, there is not anything that I've done or said to her in the four years that I worked there that would make her feel that Do way. Do you think your disposition is inviting? No. I don't want you talking to me. But that has nothing so to do that with that does... It doesn't because I've had other supervisors. I'm the same all the time. If I'm doing some shit I shouldn't do, they'll come check me. Like she either A won't do it at all or B she has to have somebody else in the room with her. So I guess so to measure whether it's racism versus just the like a passive ass personality, does she check other people that are not black? Yes. So she checks other people that are not black. She has gone in and made <laughs> the family advocate cry before because <laughs> she went in there and the family advocate is white yes so, and the family advocate is the only other white person in the building and she's the only person that she ever gets on to rest of us be doing the same fucking shit be same late same whatever never say shit to us nothing and she throws these fucking parties all the time that we hate and so one of my co-workers we everybody hates them okay everybody hates them so one day during one of the parties one of my co-workers was just she she was so nice about it she was like well maybe we should just kind of you know dial it back or do something like a little smaller like just give somebody like a cupcake or 
That was literally it. Later, my supervisor went to another lady and was like, she was just so aggressive. I just, I just didn't understand why she was so upset. And she was not aggressive at all, okay, at all. She, the only person in our entire building that she would get onto is this little white girl. Everybody else, she will have somebody else come and talk to them. Or with me, me and, this, and it actually was a white girl. Me and her were both being about 30 minutes late every day. Because I just, I, at that point in time, I just was not, I don't know. I couldn't get up. <laughs> but we were the same amount of late. She went in the family advocate office, closed the door, had a long conversation with her about being late. She called me to her office. She didn't come to my office. Went, called me to her office. Had somebody else that was just sitting in there who was just, she didn't have nothing to contribute to this. She just didn't want to be in her office alone with me, like, getting on to me about something. And she kept giving me excuses for why. She's like, I know you have sinus issues. And I'm in my head, I'm like, bitch, that ain't why I'm late. I just don't be wanting to fucking get up. But okay, I'll take that. <laughs> you want to give me a reason for being late. And she does this all the time. Like, she's done this to me numerous times where I'll be doing something and she won't say nothing to me. Like, I was hanging out in the white girl's office a lot. She went and said something to the white girl and was like, you know, she, <laughs> she doesn't need to, to get her to, like, have me not go in her office. When did it make more sense to come to me since I'm the one going into her office? Should you have come and say, hey, Red, you need to stay yeah. out of? Exactly. She well, never does sense. that. She never does it. In four years, she always, like, treats, treats it like I'm just going to, like, cuss her out of some shit. And there's nothing that I've done that will make her feel that way. There's nothing that anybody there has done that, but she ain't finna get on to us. It ain't gonna happen. Man, Shogun, I don't know if you know this, but today is the highest instance of white nationalists running for office. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but pedophiles. Uh, Virginia has a, a, a open pedophile yes. right now running, running running for a seat. Yep. Somewhere I don't know where if it's in Congress. I, I don't saw know it. if it's somewhere. Yeah, but, yeah, I saw that. But open where. white nationalists, open white supremacists. See, Trump, Trump himself, put it like this. You know, have you ever heard of, you've heard of a toxic work environment? Yes. And you've heard, like, a manager can create a toxic work environment, yes. right? Like, if a manager don't hold people accountable or, or don't hold, don't keep their emotions together, mm -hmm. it is going to impact how people feel. Mm -hmm. It's going to impact the morale of the environment, and you're going to feel a certain way. And, and I'm confident in saying that everybody's had a manager, even in a micro sense, not like a complete toxic work environment, but when they're there, the work environment is toxic. Mm -hmm. Versus when you have another manager that's there and it's not as toxic. So we know that it's possible for one person to influence how everybody else in that system operates. Mm -hmm. If you look at Donald Trump as the manager of America and the other people around him as his management team, why is it not plausible that his existence has made it to where this is a toxic country environment now? Yeah. This is an environment where people have taken the vagueness of what Trump represents, which is somebody who ain't got no filter, somebody who will open his mouth, somebody who represents the people who ain't spoken for. Well, now you got all these whack jobs 
who don't who feel like they're a part of a people that's not spoken for and that's how you get white nationalists who stand out here that's how you get anti-semites out here who running for office that's how you get pedophiles that's running for office that's how you get open racists for running for office and not only that not only the political spectrum but that's how you get people in entertainment out here speaking crazy and, and being more comfortable with saying things that you should never be comfortable with saying anyway and blaming it on ambient I'm talking about that shit because Ambien didn't help me out a lot. And I don't this, appreciate it being lied on. <laughs> this listen, this was supposed to be the United this place was named the United States of America when black people was in chains. Yep. This place was still named the United States of America when black people were three fourths of a person. This place was still named the United States of America when Jim Crow was going on. And this place is still named the United States of America, when all the brown groups are still uh, subjected to oppression and bullshit. Mm -hmm. I don't think it being called the United States of America means anything. Well, it means something to the people that it meant to unite. It means the state. We were not included in that. Listen, the only (laughs) thing that shit means to me is that the states physically connect. That's all that shit means to me. If the United States of America are a series of states that are united in the most simplistic way of the word uniting existing <laughs> that's what united means to me in this sense because the everything that the united states consists of ain't no kind of unity no. and you talk about tribalism and and i don't think people are innately racist i think people learn mm-hmm. to be racist i don't think it i don't even think it's about tribalism tribalism to me is naturally being with this group Mm-hmm. that that you identify with you know what i'm saying yeah. i think that in america is is deeper than tribal because one group is taught that another one is less than mm-hmm. that is more than just this natural tribe forming because if we did it by natural selection and natural tribe forming i'm sorry but due to the way that they you know bill not the science guy our asses we would be on top <laughs> Like physically, we would be on top. We would be ahead if it was based simply on just what you bring to the table naturally, without it being this systemic issue. We would be on top because they bred us to be that way. So we'd be out here dominating shit. If Not even that. that. <laughs> I re- I saw a uh, I saw a uh, an article that said that basically a group of white people were saying that the white the outdoors is for white people and not for brown people. I was like, the outdoors chose us <laughs> evolution and outside made us the chosen ones for outside we have melanin <laughs> we will survive in the sun now give give us some ice go you can go be in the ice that's fine <laughs> but outside with the sun that's where we naturally thrive okay uv rays while they can harm us harm us at a much lower rate yeah then it harms you because we got melanin we got built in we got built in tent <laughs> you know you put you put a tent in your car not only to block the haters but also <laughs> to block the uv rays so that it don't tear up the inside of your car we got yeah. that yeah on our skin you know what i'm saying so i think in america brown and black people black people especially that's just been a smear campaign from the beginning of time yeah. because I like Charles Blow. I don't know if y'all watch CNN, 
But Charles Blow be roasting everybody who don't understand racism on that station. He'll be like, shut up. I'm talking. Let me finish telling you about the history of how white people have treated black people so bad. <laughs> and he'll keep going. But so, yeah, I forgot what point I was about to make as it pertains to Charles Blow. But, you know, going on my little side tangent made me forget my main purpose of going into the dialogue. But, you know, go check him out on, on YouTube. He be on CNN just talking about race in a sensible way. I mean, it's it's probably hard for, you know, white people to hear it the way that they hear it. You know what I'm saying? The way that he says it. But, like, where the lies at is kind of, you know, how that is. But I think that I don't know how – I don't know what will work to unify us, to be honest. I really don't think it's possible to really unify us. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I don't really think I care about being unified so much. I don't care – if we are unified, if all the brown people in America have the same opportunities as the white people. Yeah. You know, the only thing I need fixed is our society giving people advantages at different rates. That's all I need fixed. You know, like in an example that I give, I might have said it on here before, but if I'm in quicksand and I'm about to die. I'm about to be under and a preacher and the Klansman walk by. I don't give a fuck which one of them hold their <laughs> hand out to save me, okay? And I don't care what their intentions are. And I don't give a fuck if he talks shit about me after he saved me, if the Klansman <laughs> saved me. You know what I'm saying? All I need from America is tend to my needs. I don't need you to be my friend. I don't need you to even like me. The problem is them not liking me is intertwined in my opportunities. It's intertwined in my interactions with the police. It's intertwined in the education for my children. It's intertwined in the communities that I'm able to live in. It's intertwined in so many different things. All I need is for that to be disconnected from my life in America and the people that look like me life in America and the people who got some level of melanin in their skin from a, a, a white a half white person who has that one drop of black blood all the way up to the blackest person you will ever find in your life you know what i'm saying i just need all of those stereotypes and issues disconnected from that group of people that's all i need i don't i don't have to, we don't have to be united in that way because i just don't think that's possible you know, a racist, you can't make a racist. For me and me and you read, we can't and Shogun and Cole Jackson and Leroy Ketchum and Rockman 3K3 and Sid and everybody. <laughs> we can't fix racists. No. As the people who they feel superior to. White people gotta fix racism on that note. White people who are from a range of good white people to at least neutral white people who understand, they the only ones that's going to be able to fix that. So for us to be a united America, white people got to talk to white people. We can't do nothing. We can't do nothing but deal with the output of the system. And like I said, a white person ain't got to talk to another white person on my behalf. They just got to figure out how to fix these systems. 
And the thing is, you can't legislate hate. Nope. Legislation, affirmative action was legislation that was supposed to be some corrective action to people not allowing black people into the workforce first. But you know what? The effects of it is today. The effects of it is today. Once they get that low number, that affirmative action say you need, they, they stop. Yep. They they stop. But if you take affirmative action away, you risk having companies with zero percent diverse workforce. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can see the problem of its existence and its absence. And to me, its existence is worth more than what its absence would put out for my people. Potentially. But, you know, that's just my that's that's my perspective, man. I don't think white people tripping no more than they always been tripping. I just think that we can see it in bulk. Social media is the Sam's Club of bullshit. And that's what we see all the time. We get to see the shit that white people been doing forever. We just got evidence now. Yep. We can turn some white people who didn't believe this stuff was going on in bulk. But the ones who don't want to, don't care, I ain't got time for their dialogue. I ain't got time for their speech. And I ain't got time for them to be coming up to me talking about some, I don't see you as black. Or we all bleed the same color. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you see my blood on TV more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a problem. So, I don't know. That's my spiel. Y'all know I get too deep into this racial stuff. Thank you, Shogun. For appreciate you, Mike. your letter. And um, appreciate you, too. Nikki from NC. Nikki from NC. Y'all the only two. You know, one day, maybe one day we'll have that all letters show. Oh, yeah. You did say you wanted to do that. Yeah. Do that with two letters. But we're going to send both of y'all something. Indeed. If you have a question you'd like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversationcardartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and find us uh, and send us a message that way. Um, since I already talked about young fucking nigga Lucci. <laughs> it's fly. Whatever. I like mine better. Uh, young so, fly nigga red. Uh-uh. It's done. You did it to yourself. No, I don't want to be young fly nigga red. You know as soon as you say you don't want to be something, what's going to happen, Yeah, right? but I'm not even... Well, I, I won't say I'm not young, but... <laughs> you are young. In the scheme of existence. I guess. Anyhow. <laughs> so, YFN Lucci is dating Regine Carter, which is Lil Wayne. How you spell that? Regine? R-E-G-I-N-A-E. Nay on the end. So instead of Regine, it's Regine. All right. Yep. Uh, so they're dating, and a, a picture came out with her on a boat. I think this was on, they were on a yacht. And it's her sitting on the ground with him standing behind her with his nuts on her head. Do and we they know that they, is it touching? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's more like she leaning back on him. Still. It make a difference. It doesn't. Her nuts, his nuts is on her head. No, it, doesn't matter it does how make they a difference. There. Why does it matter how they got there? the That's nuts? That's inappropriate misogyny versus versus what? what is consent, <laughs> consented, uh, head to nut laying. Anyhow, and then all his friends are standing around. It's nothing. Oh wait, you know, I just there is one other girl. It reminds. <laughs> It reminds me of Player Club. 
Have you seen Players Club? I have. Where she went to that party to to dance for what's her face, brother Junior, mm-hmm. and she was like, "You need to get some other girls over here." Like it just looks like the after. It just looks. And I know I'm sure she looked as rough as she do because they was on a yacht and like the wind blow your hair and shit. She just looked like ran through. It's it's not it's not a good look. Um and. I just, she's 19. You can't judge a book by its cover. What? <laughs> you can't judge a picture by its composure? This ain't the only picture like this. Or this ain't the only bad picture that she done took with him where she looking crazy. Like, my daughter, like at 19, I know that legally you grown, but I'm still paying for all your shit. So this is not acceptable. This ain't acceptable. This is not okay. This is a problem. I would cut her all the way off. Why? Because. Because what? You why would you? Here, why would you cut your daughter off? Because she out here. You this if this is what your idea of being grown is, that's fine. But I'm not gonna. But she grown. Okay. Well, you need to pay. Grown people pay for their own shit. So listen. I'm gonna let you listen. If once your daughter leave your house, <laughs> and they make decisions that are questionable to you. You need to look in the mirror and you need to ask yourself where you went wrong. You need to get in the shower, butt naked, like, well, that's the only way you should get in the shower. Yeah. But like Will Smith from uh, what's I the movie? Robot. robot. And he was standing there in the shower, sad, with the water running all over his head, dripping off the front of his face, <laughs> contemplating life. That's what you need to do. You don't need to be calling your daughter because you know what? Well, as a parent, you're supposed to leave your child with these internal dialogues <laughs> about what they should and should not do. And you know what? If your internal dialogue for your child is not strong enough to stop them from doing bullshit that you don't agree with, ain't nothing you can say on the phone that's going to keep them from doing it next that's time. That's true, because I'm 33 years old, and I wouldn't want my mama to see this shit, because I know how that shit would go. Like, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't go well. <laughs> I can't even imagine my mom, like... Like she wouldn't even call. Like I, was, <laughs> I just be in the house here and knock on the door, or it, it is her. As soon as I open the door, I just feel like she just backhand me. Like I know I didn't raise you. Like <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> oh Jesus! Like I, ooh, no, I just I would never. So yes, well, I would hope something went wrong, moms. Cause I'm here. <laughs> I did it. I would never do that. So What's I, your explanation? I hope that my daughter would hear my voice. I'm pretty sure she will hear my voice and know that my mom is gonna flip the fuck the whole fuck out. Because but yes. but but that is also about balance. That is also about balance. This ain't appropriate. Like I'm not gonna not? get upset about her. You on a boat with all of these little ratchet ass niggas, all this drinking going on. That's not safe for you. You need to be putting yourself in better situations. Now, should any of them fuck with you? Absolutely not. But we don't live in a utopian society. So you getting on the boat, smoking weed, and drinking with these niggas all around is just a bad fucking idea. And I know I taught you better than that. You don't put yourself in them type of motherfucking positions. Because guess what? Regardless of the fact that they shouldn't put their hands on you without consent, if they do, all people going to be saying, why she was on the boat with all of them niggas? Why she was allowing herself to be out on the water with nothing but niggas? Like, I ain't got time for that, neither do you. So you need to make better fucking decisions. That's why well, this is a need, problem. That filter is bigger than just being in a place where it's a whole bunch of men at. Like, it can't be that vague. Like, it's, 
this is not just in a place with a whole budget man you got on a boat on a yacht to go out and party on this boat with just these niggas this dude and his friends this was not like an industry party that she went to and she just didn't know like she could have asked them who all gonna be there who who you invite it's one other girl in this picture and a bunch of roguish ass niggas <laughs> like this is different than like you showing up somewhere and you weren't aware that that was gonna be the situation when i got to the dock and saw all of these roguish niggas i'd have been like no mm -mm. i'm not going i'm not gonna get on a boat with these niggas like even at 19 without my mama telling me like this shit looked like it's gonna be a players club scene like i ain't getting on that boat no absolutely not the fuck mm -mm. nope so what you're saying is anytime a group of black men that look like that are crowded in a space a woman on a boat in the middle of the water what, where you what cannot, do it mean to be a boat because you can't just walk off and get away from there. if you're in the middle of the fucking water and these niggas get crazy where you going if you're a woman and you anywhere with one man that don't want you to get out then you won't get out you, no you might be able to get loose and go get some motherfucking hell in the middle of the ocean even if you were able to get away where you going it's a boat into the water <laughs> what no that is completely different than being in somebody's apartment where you can scream and run and get on a boat who go who gonna hear you who gonna help you you no that's completely different that's a whole different story again even if it was like a stationary on land place i probably wouldn't go but i definitely wouldn't have got on that fucking boat i just wouldn't have i don't trust niggas like that i'm sorry i could have been a group of, of frat boy white men it ain't even because they black i wouldn't have got on a, on a boat with a bunch of white frat boys because i feel like the same bullshit would have happened nope i'm good charlie brad mark nope <laughs> i'm not going it ain't got nothing to do with them being white or black or whatever color they are. It's just a bad situation. So they it can got turn something bad. to do with them being men. Yeah, it does. It absolutely does. Yep. Don't trust no mans. Don't trust a group of men where you the only, one of the only females in the group. No, because again, regardless of we have how had, many. <sighs> How many is too few I'm, or too little? I'm not going to be the only girl in any group other than like with y'all because I know y'all. That's what I'm saying. But but what if she know them? What if she know every one of them? Still. Well, I'm just, that's why I'm trying to discern. You know us. I know So it's okay for you to be with at most five of us and, and one of you. Y'all don't never be half naked. I'm not half naked. When we all come over here, everybody got on clothes. <laughs> <laughs> that's just shenanigans. Well, but I, that's what Shout I'm saying. Shout out the government name. The shenanigans. I would not have been a part of this if I rolled up. You, you know the hip hop world of all the dudes. If all, if if it's five dudes, Guess two what? of them gonna have their shirt off. That don't mean half naked, in the sense that that parents mean it when they talk about a girl leaving half naked. I, my daughter, looking at this picture, I would want this to be a situation that she would be like, oh. Not a good idea. This isn't. This don't look like or, it'll go well. Or a daughter who knows those people well enough nah. because she has a strong enough filter nah. to know who to trust. Do these niggas <laughs> trustworthy? Like I don't. That's the point. I don't feel like Regine has the ability to discern between niggas that sh that are trust. Like I really feel like if this nigga 
was like, hey, I want you to come. And actually, the shade room comment was when he takes you around his friends. She seemed like the kind of girl, because of who her mom and her daddy is and the fact that we've seen her be involved in a bunch of grown people shit and them let her and not have no boundaries with her. I just feel like she would have just been like, okay, he want me to meet his friends, Listen, girl. I ain't racist like you. Racist? So I'm not going to look at a group of black men and tall tees and tattoos and one got their shirt off. It could have been a frat, bunch of frat boys. Frat boys but you, get the drunk. One, you the one that brought up, you the one that made the statement that looked like this. And frat boys too this could be a picture of a bunch of white frat boys drinking drunk i wouldn't get on a boat with them either i'm not that's, gonna get on a boat with men that look like they make bad fucking decisions that's why i'm bringing up the so if it don't look like the white frat boys are making bad decisions they white frat boys fuck they make bad decisions what if all of them got on three-piece suits i don't give a fuck that if they are they in a frat then what you're saying is it's not about whether they make decisions or not it's just if they men it don't matter what they look like no it does a so bunch what? of white frat boys have you you've been on don't so do this what you I'm have saying? been on a college Listen. campus and okay see, okay okay i changed the scenario to a bunch of men with three-piece suits you said it still don't matter you just said what if the frat boys had on well you suits. don't know if they frat boys and they got three-piece suits on that ain't necessarily true. if all them had three-piece suits on you wouldn't think they were rappers <laughs> <laughs> oh no I would I still would You telling me that if you see your thug with a suit on You gonna be like he must not be a rapper He must be a, an accountant No these niggas still look like rapper types Suit or not The point that I'm trying to make <laughs> Is that either it's about discerning What those people consist of Character wise Or it's about what they look like What you're saying that is You haven't defined what if they look like a certain thing would it be acceptable for a woman to go into a boat with them if they look like a certain thing yeah what I what just, level of a large amount of men that if a woman saw it that she should be comfortable going i would not be comfortable getting on even like like okay for instance the the guy that i'm dating now if he invited me on a boat and he the only person that i know but these are his friends if i'm gonna be the only woman there i'm not going even right now at 33 even with me knowing him and you know his friends are probably going to be military men because he, i'm just not going to be comfortable being the only fucking woman on a boat in the middle of the ocean with niggas that i don't know okay so so it's about men in general but especially if they look like that it's about men that i don't know or men that you don't know as a woman i just don't believe that she know all of these niggas friends so, i just don't so if she knows all of them then it's acceptable i still would want my daughter around because you wouldn't go and you wouldn't want your daughter no. to go but with your logic if she knows all of them if all of them have been vetted by her if all of them well, no. are known okay but she seemed like the kind of person who would accept bullshit. So just because she know them don't mean that they good people. Okay, so let's not talk about her. Let's talk about your daughter in the future that has a vastly appropriate filter. And through a series of years of knowing her, you know she got a filter. You know she judges her friends very well. You know that she put people out of her life when they well, are problematic. If she was on a picture like that... She would have no picture like this if she was doing all of the things that you just said. But Don't nobody no, have no self-respect. Well, no it one. wouldn't be a picture like that, but no. it could be a whole bunch of people in khakis and gray That's shirts. Different. That's Why I got to be a motherfucking gray <laughs> shirt, nigga? <laughs> I'm just saying What I'm saying is Nigga. You're saying there is no measure Of somebody being able to filter Men out At least in your life At least your daughter That you will accept no, if Her she being was, in that if picture If she was in a group photo 
where people was in khakis and shit and they was just hanging out yeah i'll be fine with that even if she it was just her and one of the girls the same way that it is in this photo these niggas don't look like those kind of people though these are not niggas like even if she knew them i just feel like Regine don't have the discernment to choose good people that's in her why life. i'm saying i'm not racist like you how is it racist because i don't look at that group of dudes the only thing i look at that you, group of dudes guess why listen, you don't no listen like, no, hold no, on. No, no, no no guess why you don't because you a dude and you don't have to i'm looking Wait at this from the perspective of a well, woman listen, or listen. somebody with hold a daughter I'm not, not, not in, a nigga if my I'm not son in, I'm not invalidating the fear and concern that women have to have okay. when it comes to men. Okay. I'm saying what you're saying is that because they look like that, because they look like that, it's more threatening when they look the way that they look in that picture because they just thugged out dudes. Like what's the, what if, <laughs> so you would be fine with your daughter being in a picture with those dudes because I don't know those dudes. They could be very fine young men. One, if my daughter was in that picture and I thought the picture was inappropriate, I'm going to take my butt naked shower because I <laughs> fucked up. Okay? Let's get that out of the way right but now. No, if I thought it was no, inappropriate. But do you think it's inappropriate? Is that an inappropriate picture? Let's go. Let's start with that. To me, it's not an inappropriate picture if those are friendly relationships. If everybody in that picture have friendly relationships because we can go to plenty of, of family. Listen, we can go to plenty of, plenty of family reunions at a barbecue in the middle of the hood and see them dudes, them same group of dudes, yes. playing space with each other. Yes, the, well, you're related to them. So no, you no, no. Me, if a girl, if a girl that one related to them came there, why would somebody come to a family reunion that ain't related to the people that are there? Maybe they with somebody else. Everybody family reunion. I've been to a family reunion that wasn't mine. Why? I was in a relationship with the person. Okay, well, that's... <laughs> but that don't change the fact that it's possible to be around a group of trustworthy people that don't look like... That wouldn't look like in a picture that they were trustworthy. Again. To you. I'm looking at the... If my son was in this photo, I wouldn't give a motherfuck. Wouldn't care. If it was... If my son was in this exact photo, I wouldn't give a fuck. I have an issue with my daughter being in a picture with dudes that look because they I don't know they don't look like and that's all I have to go by as a parent obviously I'm not gonna know all the niggas that she's fucking around with but this picture would not be okay now if my son was in that picture with them niggas okay it wouldn't be as big of a deal for me so but if that, that if that same picture everybody was dressed casually not having their tattoos shown were dressed up as if they were finna go to and a business meeting. And she was leaning back with nuts on her head. Yeah. That would be acceptable to you. It would be better than this. It, I would still we would still have a conversation about like so it wasn't no other girl. Like I would still be uncomfortable regardless of what they look like. I wouldn't flip out as much as I would with that picture. It would probably be a conversation like it wasn't no other. It was just you and 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 Sharon doing nobody else there but well, y'all too. So that's just my qualm. My qualm is you. It didn't seem like you believed that there was a situation in which a woman could trust a group of dudes and should interact with those dudes that she trusts, knowing that she trusts them. Obviously, you might not know. Obviously, that's not true because I am on, the only girl in in the group of you band of misfits all the fucking time. So obviously, that's not true. But I also, if y'all look like those dudes, I don't know that we would be. For, I don't know that I would be over here. I really don't. If y'all look like that, I don't know. I don't even know that we would have all became as cool as we are. That's the truth. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know that I would be comfortable being over here and being the only girl with niggas drinking. And cause we don't do that. We, <laughs> when we all in a group, it ain't 
drinking and smoking weed and we play board games and play video games and eat food. This does not look like that. But if if the the dude you're dating, if that's his group of friends. I'm not going. I'm not saying you're not going. <laughs> if that's his group of friends okay. and one of them come over every week, just one of them come over every week, over the course of getting to know them, regardless of what they aesthetically look like, at a certain point, you will come to know whether that person is somebody that can be trusted with anything, I probably, even let alone even in your house. I probably still wouldn't be comfortable. I, I, cause, and then the reason why I say that is every I can look at every friend I've ever, every male friend, everybody that's ever been, none of them has ever looked like this because I don't hang around folks that look like this. I just don't because so I'm that, not comfortable with so it. So that's that's a part of the point that I was bringing up. The way they look is a problem for you. Yes. No matter what they consist of, no matter what kind of relationship that they have, just the fact that they look like that, even if everything else is together, is a problem for you still. Yes. It is. For my daughter, yep. For my son, no. Again, you acting like I'm saying that can't nobody ever hang out with them. But I would just not be comfortable with my daughter being in a picture like this with one person's nuts on her head and all of the rest of these niggas standing around throwing up whatever these finger signs are like no i wouldn't be comfortable with that i'm sorry i just feel like that's an unnecessary situation for her to be in just i just no and then again you on a boat this ain't even y'all ain't at somebody's house where you could easily leave if you needed to leave you're on a boat in the middle of the water with these niggas and maybe because they don't look like they could pilot a boat so i'm sure they got somebody else driving she look at you they More racism. Look, they don't look like they could. How you know boat? one of them ain't got their boat license? They on yachts all the time. Clearly, Riding they don't look them. like it to you. They don't Riding look like it. Riding on yachts does not mean that you know how to drive a yacht. When have you ever seen a rich person driving their own yacht when they having a party? Why would you be driving it and having the party? First that don't off, even make ain't no number sense. Like two of them rich. We already know that. Well, still, like so, um, most of them is gonna be okay, broke. Okay, so the nigga who has the money is the nigga who gonna be getting the boat which is probably also gonna be the nigga throwing the party it would make no sense for him to be the driver of the boat and leave these broke niggas on his boat unattended but it makes sense for him to pay for one of his partners to get their boat license no are you kidding me you, you, you don't even believe that i'm telling you, you they do stuff even, like this no they don't i'm telling no, you they don't outsource everything they don't i'm telling you they ain't got their homeboy driving no yacht and <laughs> that don't even sound right. You laughing because it sounds ridiculous. This ain't him letting him, you know, chauffeur his car around. It's a fucking boat. <laughs> like, ain't nobody trying to be Titanic out in this motherfucker. Like, I wouldn't trust neither one of y'all niggas. I wouldn't get on the boat. You or any of the people in this group was driving. I like, y'all gonna have to hire somebody. Like, just because you don't believe one of us will be capable of acquiring you a license that would allow us to functionally operate that seat, yes. that thing. Yep. And y'all don't look like them, but I still would get on the boat that y'all was driving. Now well, we're gonna be waving to your ass yes, on the damn shore. And that is fine. Headed Cause off from the shore. Because I, I can't take the risk of you fucking up out there and I can't swim and I'm gonna die. No thanks. It's too much too much of a risk for me. I I can't swim. I'm appalled at the limitations of trust you have on me because I'm me. <laughs> I'm a fucking appalled. What else wanna... will you not let me do? Clearly you won't let me fly uh operate a boat. Or a plane. You won't let me operate a plane. It's other shit. No. I gotta find out now. No. Just I, I gotta ridiculous find out now. things like the way I feel like I my life would be in danger. 
No. Because I've known you for a good 15 years and you ain't never flew no shit. So that means that if you got a license, you would be very new. It ain't like you this this seasoned pilot and shit. And I'm not going to be your maiden voyage. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to die. No. Mm-mm. Same thing with a boat. I've known you for 15 years and you ain't never piloted a boat. I'm not going to get on a boat with you because you just got your license. I, I'm not. So sorry. How, do you know, how do you know that the person... That you get on any boat or any plane with didn't just get they shit yesterday, just because they got guess, on the fucking hat and what? the suit that they say work for boat a pilot. company that is, I what can is it called sue. a boat? It ain't a boat pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, captain. Captain, I don't know. I don't you know. drive a yacht? You ain't just you ain't a cat. I don't know what a captain. I don't know. Is. Anyhow, so how they do you know he didn't get his yesterday? But guess what? They they had to be vetted by a company, and that company felt like they were capable of doing this. And guess what? If they fuck up and I survive, I can sue them. Well, you it, fuck up and we survive. All I can do is bitch at you for the next fifteen years about how you almost got us killed. That's it. That's the only thing I got. But if your fear of of your fear is getting hey, of guess getting what? killed, all of this is irrelevant because I ain't never even been on a boat for the same reason that we talking about now because I. <laughs> I don't want to die. So this is all irrelevant because it ain't like I'm out here hopping on boats with niggas all the time that work for places. You know, I don't, right, so boats. you dying in a boat or in an airplane? Guess what? My luck is such. <laughs> no paranoia is such. That it would be that Your time. paranoia is such Mm-mm. that you wouldn't even give it a shot. The other uh, thing I wanted to point out about this picture is that Tiny commented and was like, look at my baby living her best life. And of course, people had a problem with that because Symphony, Symphony, whatever her daughter's name is, that is best friends with um, Regine, ain't never been in no picture like this, would never be in no picture like this, because T.I. would lose his fucking mind. T.I. would never... Ever. I don't even think Symphony would attempt it. That's why we don't see pictures like this or pictures like at her birthday party. Or you don't ever Listen, see her in no pictures like and this. And I don't think and I don't think it's because T.I. is like a scary dude and if if the if she in a picture with goons, T.I. gonna come after him. I think it's because T.I. is an appropriate parent. I don't think Tiny would be the same kind of parent that <laughs> T.I. Like I think Tiny really drives I think T.I. drives you know what his kids are. So you think if it was left up to Tiny, she would be in pictures like yes. <laughs> Ex- escape, all of them is ratchet. <laughs> but Ti ratchet. Ti the difference between Ti and the Tinies of the world is that Ti from when he put out uh what's the first name is that one? Um, pa- not paper. Uh, serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. From that album, he has grown tremendously. He yeah. started off intelligently. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Tiny's smart. <laughs> I think she could just sing and she light-skinned it. Well, okay, so is T.I. being racist too because he wouldn't want Symphony to get a picture like this? Because I fully believe that is why we... Cause her, no, he's raised a daughter that has discernment. <laughs> okay, so then these niggas, <laughs> she ain't on this boat. She's not in this picture and they best friends. So then my my uh, idea about them might just be right. They might not be appropriate motherfuckers for a 19-year-old no, girl to be on the boat by. Huh? No way might know all them. I'm saying no if way she... My, you just said that uh, YF and then Lucha probably the only nigga with money on him. Why would T.I. know these his ain't shit friends? 
Why? I mean, not T.I. Why would Lil Wayne know his ain't shit friend? He know this nigga because they supposed to be doing music together. So I do know he knows her boyfriend. The rest of these little niggas on the boat, though, why would he know them? For why? They I don't, don't care do if he know them or not. She know them. So? Maybe she know them. <laughs> <laughs> this just looks terrible. I, I just... His nuts are on her hair. It just... If, if T.I. or Lil Wayne would be mad at that photo, they need to be mad at any photo where their daughter is solo around a bunch of men. All right. But you, I, I promise you, you could Google Symphony, whatever her last name is. There ain't no pictures of her like this. There ain't no, even it ain't on her pic- birth- It ain't pictures of a lot of, of well-known people like that, period. But point is that as close as these girls are, if it didn't matter, Symphony would be in these pictures. Because she's in other pictures with her. They are like best friends. So I'm not even talking about other celebrities. I'm talking about somebody that knows her personally. I feel like Symphony chooses not to do this shit because you know her daddy would trip out about it. Like he wouldn't be approve of it. Because as close as they are and as much as they are together, the only time she don't be around is this shit when they and her and this nigga almost got arrested here recently at a club in nashville i think it was symphony one now <laughs> what i think is lil wayne and toya need to go take their butt naked shower <laughs> with the water coming down on their head and dripping off from the front of their face and they need to think about what they have done to their child and toya got another little girl now her new baby's a little girl so she's gonna raise another resume no she ain't why? Why would this be different? How old is the other child? She just well, she just got here. She's a baby. Oh, she damn. just had this baby. And that's she on that's the only child she got. She got any other kids? No, this her second kid. Oh. Raise your name and now this little bitty baby. Yeah, you're right. They're gonna fuck her up too. <laughs> you know, birth order. Alfred Adler birth mm-hmm. order would dictate like if they were close enough that the other one would in order for the other one to be. To find a place to belong, she got to be different than the other sister. So mm-hmm. one of them ratchet, one of them got to be smart. Like, oh yeah, no, they too far. So apart. they too far apart. They're nineteen that. years apart. Regina nineteen. This girl just got born. I see. So she's just gonna be another little Regina. I forgot what loyalty, royalty. Uh, I don't know. Just right. two homegrown porn stars named Loyalty and Royalty. That already ain't good. <laughs> 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 I say homegrown porn stars more like just home, just people that just record stuff in their bedroom. Well, that's unfortunate. They get paid from it. I mean, it's well, ridiculous. It's not it's nothing ridiculous. that you would probably want your daughter doing. So, like I said, <laughs> whatever my daughter do after I send her out into the world <laughs> is I'm either gonna be proud of or I'm either gonna go take my butt naked shower. <laughs> okay. And look at myself in the mirror and be like, damn, where did I go wrong? You know? I would hope that but I would Like raise I was saying earlier, it's about balance. You can't, you can't, and you I'm push not, them too hard. I'm not, Red. I'm not going to push her too hard, but I They going to be hope, on that picture with your name on their damn chest. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, mama. Uh-uh. <laughs> I hope that I'm able to raise kids with the ability to discern situations and to, and to understand that, especially my daughters, 
you just have to be much more careful is it fair no i wish i could go and just do whatever the fuck it is that i want to do and not have to take all these things into consideration even in dating i have to be a lot more careful and i don't go out on as many dates as i could because i have to to <laughs> discern situations and try my best not to put myself in fucked up situations because at the end of the day and we've seen this time and time again it don't even matter it doesn't matter that this person violated me if people see feel like i should have not been in that position or i shouldn't have had this thing on that is what the perception is going to be fair or not and so i don't want my daughter to have to go through that so i want to raise a child that understands that hey should you be able to wear what you want and do what you want yes but that is not the society that we live in we live in a very misogynistic society where some of these men feel like they entitled to do whatever the fuck it is that they want to do and you just have to be a more you have to be more careful as a female you just do you just have to be a lot more careful and so my daughter I, like i said even if, if she was on a boat with niggas with khakis on if she was like one of two females on that boat i still would be like hey especially if i didn't know the guys now if it was a picture of boys that i had met or had interactions with i might be a little bit more comfortable but like people that i don't know i'm still gonna have a conversation with her about it i'm not gonna flip but we gonna talk about like y'all was the only two on the boat how many dudes was on the boat like this is not a it's it's just not there's too much room for some bullshit to happen in that and i know that you can't think of every possible outcome and you can't but the shit that kind of shit yeah you can you do have control over that not putting your situation that's why, the ratio is 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 way off that's important you know but to me that's the smaller message over discernment because if your child is blocked from environments that create a dangerous situation and they don't have discernment and they get out into the world that shit can happen with one person yeah so to me having a filter of knowing what to look for as it pertains to when this may happen you know it's like it's like i don't i i hate for the message to my daughter to be better stay away from groups of guys because no. this shit mostly happens with somebody that you trust that you consider a friend in a one-on-one -on -one interaction it does but if you're even guys that you know how, you know how many people have been attacked by people that they know that they trusted that they either had too much to drink or bullshit just like that happens too you can know somebody and still be in a situation where there was some other variables like drinking i just don't feel like oh, a girl should be in an environment where there's drinking going on with me even if you know them and you're there by yourself or you're there with this one other girl like i just don't think that that's a safe place like it ain't even just that they're on the boat them niggas was definitely drinking and smoking because it was a part like them getting together was a party it was a party on a yacht they're drinking so even if you know them or you think that you know them and they get drunk shit happens like that when you know the person so i just feel like it's just certain shit ain't even about a group of guys those niggas partying on a boat in the middle of the water not a good not a good idea it's not something that i would do and it's not something that i want my daughter to do because you just never know how alcohol and drugs are going to impact people and that's just going to be another reason that people use for why you got raped or why you guys you shouldn't have been on the boat with them you knew they was drinking like the victim blaming that occurs i just don't ever want my daughter to have to go through that i don't want her to feel guilty because somebody else attacked her i don't need i just don't want her to have to go through that and being on a boat with niggas that's drinking even if you know that it's just not the greatest of ideas it's just not so i need to say that two times i said 
I'm not racist like you. I was supposed to bring that around to something that was funny, but you cut me off both times, I think, because you was offended by it. So I, was. I wanted to let people know that it wasn't supposed to be hostile. <laughs> it was supposed to be silly, but damn. Now I don't even remember what I was going to say. So just going to have to sound like that. <laughs> I just feel so. Damn, strongly. I know what I was going to say. I was going to say, the only thing I could tell about them dudes is that one of them got a black and mild behind their ear, one of them got a bag of weed in their pocket, and there is Henny somewhere. Okay? That's all I know about them dudes by looking at them. You know what I'm saying? That's enough. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was just saying that to say, if, if the next time you hung out with all of us, if we was dressed like that, <laughs> It First wouldn't change all, the fact that the same shit that happened last time is what's going to happen. It ain't going to change the fact that what's going to happen next time is what's going to happen, which I is walk, us having listen, a cordial, decent if meeting ever, and eating and whatever we do. If I ever walk in here and y'all are dressed like this, I'm going to leave because I'm going to feel like, well, I don't know what the fuck this is, but there's something wrong. But but it ain't going <laughs> to change. Leaving. It ain't going to change who none of us are. It ain't going to change who none of you are, but I'm going to be suspicious as fuck. Like, why the fuck are y'all dressed like this? Like, I'm probably going to leave. <laughs> I would, I mean, I would expect you to leave. I wouldn't really expect, I ain't going to be in here with my shirt off because I'm too hairy for that. You know what I'm saying? First off, okay? So oh, we'll leave that up to uh, Cole, Cole Jackson. I feel Shogun, like Shogun, Shogun ain't going to accept that. Shogun is not, he's not going to accept that comment. I'll tell you that right now. Why he ain't going to accept it? Because he believes he's bigger than I believe he is. He believes what? He believes he's bigger than I believe he is. What do you mean? He don't look big to me, but I think he. Think he, he thinks he's big? He thinks he on my level of bigness, no. I think. <laughs> he's not. He, he put us both in the same like group of big guys. Why does he think that? I don't know. Okay, well, man, well then he won't be the one with his shirt off. Cole, that would be Cole Jackson. Cole have his shirt off. Let me see. I guess then Ant would be the one that's throwing the little <laughs> with the dread. I don't know. Correct me, Shogun, if I'm wrong. Please do, but. I don't know. Who. I feel like he done said before us big guys, and I weigh a hundred pounds more than him. <laughs> I feel like I weigh a hundred pounds more than you. <laughs> but as much as he always ready to to uh, fight niggas, <laughs> I just felt like he'd be one with his shirt off because he always ready to fight. No, 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 no. He's not ready to fight. He is capable of fighting. <laughs> he will fuck you up. I don't care who you are. Trust me. Just trust me on that. But I feel like, but because he's capable, I feel like anytime like I feel I, like you think that because every time something hostile come up, we be like, we're gonna we gonna get Shogun. Yeah, and he be like, all right. That you see that that nonchal the nonchalantness of his all right means he's prepared. It don't mean he ready. You know what I'm saying? He it's always like, be like, I'll fight him. That's that's who you should always be afraid of. Do be like, yeah, I do it. You know, what I'm like 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 he like you asked him to move a box across. Across your living room. Can you move that box to the left or right? Yeah, I got it. He's like, yeah, I fight him. Like, you, that's who you're afraid of. He ain't ready to fight. He just got the tools. I ain't got the tools. But he's always I got willing. the size. Like, I ain't got the tools. Listen, you and Cole kept talking about Jamaica got a machete and how y'all wasn't finna fuck with him. And uh, Shogun was just like, oh, I'll fight him. I believe that Shogun will have that machete. <laughs> Before Jamaican get to even do anything with it, I'm telling you, like I'm just, I'm just saying, I know what his training 
consists of. Now I don't know how deep he got into it, but I know what what he was involved in consists of. And and he's is he single still? I think he's single, ladies. You can have this protection for yourself. I'm doing this because he did the whole winner date with Cole Jackson. So Shogun, <laughs> we got you, man. Gonna get you nice. Lady. What if he don't want no lady right now? He's dating. Isn't he? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he was dating. I don't know if he's still currently dating. He was. I don't know. Nothing would lead me to believe that he doesn't want a woman. Anyway, so that's Regine. They've been calling her Resume. I hate them so much. <laughs> resume and Toyota. We spent a lot of time talking about this damn picture. We did. Because time is finna be up. <laughs> but... <laughs> I got to talk about this Roseanne stuff, okay? And it's less about what happened. Clearly, everybody know what happened. But it's about the connected events that happened after that. You know, so, okay. Roseanne tweeted out Valerie Jarrett. And Obama was like a monkey and something had a baby. And it was just Valerie Jarrett. No, mm -mm. it was both of them. She She did not put both of them in that tweet. Yes, she did. Because had nobody said nothing about President Obama as it pertains to that tweet. They only been talking about Valerie Jarrett. Um, I don't know what the tweet was. I'm trying to find it. We're trying to find a tweet, y'all. Because to see if it had Obama. It just said VJ. I think it just said VJ and it was a reference to Valerie Jarrett. Oh no! God dang it! So, why are you <laughs> turn it up for the YouTube thing? I was looking for. <laughs> uh, ABC abruptly canceled Roseanne hours after Miss Bar, the show's star and co-creator, posted a racist tweet about Valerie Jarrett, an African American woman who was a senior advisor uh, to Barack Obama through his presidency and considered one of his most influential aides. She wrote, "If the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby, that would be her." I'm just saying it was just about her. That's what I was saying. It wasn't about the Muslim part. Wasn't about President Obama. Why would it be the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes? Just because she don't like Muslims, or but maybe what it's because Muslim have to do with Valerie. I don't know. Maybe it's some aesthetic. I don't. I have no idea. I when I saw that, I thought. Well, none it. of the criticisms have assumed that that part was about President Obama. Yeah. The only thing they mentioned is that she was a part of President Obama's administration. That's, that's kind of all they've been talking about. That, uh, but yeah, she basically said she looked like a uh, an now ape and the Muslim Brotherhood, which I again I don't know why she was now. This, so this is the problematic thing for me. Like the pro- the problematic thing is Valerie Jarrett does not look like an ape, but she does resemble. The characters that they use to create the apes from the first Planet of the Eight movie. <laughs> she do look like that. Those don't, the people who it, were in that movie didn't look like real apes. They were just a reimagining of apes if they were more sophisticated in, in society. They had a light skinned lady ape on yes, there. They did. And it do, do kind of look like her. The problem ain't about the aesthetic of what it actually looked like. The problem is the long, deep-seated history of racism as it pertains to white America trying to connect black people to apes. At the level of saying their IQ is lower than ours. They are subhuman, similar. (laughs) I told you she do. (laughs) 
You never seen you never seen it? I've seen it. I haven't seen her. I've her seen the original. Yeah, clip. she looked like That's so fucking terrible. You know, so even if listen, I think I think Roseanne is if her racial sensitivity is on ten percent, if she have any. But I think it's possible that she didn't mean for it to be directly racist. But I also think that that's a possibility. I feel like at this point. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> what what we're saying, what we're what I'm arguing is that white people should know better about using monkeys as it pertains yes. to black people. Yes. You know, I'm saying that it's possible that she didn't think about that history because just like a whole bunch of white people don't know about none of the history about black people so and none think, of the offensive so you, things that they do. So you think she just pulled ape out of the sky? Like she just happened to use ape? Like she didn't know? Of all the things she could have said this woman looked like. I'm not saying she don't know. I'm saying that white people are ignorant enough about the history that's important and enough to us that don't mean nothing to them that she could have been looking at Planet of the Apes and be like that look like Valerie Jarrett I'm finna post this tweet I just because feel she like said, that's too coincidental because she blaming she said, it on she's saying this on Indian I mean, but she made it she didn't say you just look like a random ape she said Muslim Brotherhood plus Planet of the Apes have that you know what I'm saying I'm not I ain't giving the Planet of the Apes just made listen, a, a movie reference but that doesn't I, listen, I just listen, feel like either way it's coincidental that she used ape and didn't know or didn't re- recognize what I'm she not saying it's not I said it's, it's possible that that she wasn't blatantly like saying red you a monkey ass nigga like it wasn't like that type of situation I mean, it's possible but it don't matter what I'm saying it don't matter how she blaming ambient for this Bitch, I done took lots of sleep aids because I have fibromyalgia and it makes me not able to sleep. So I have to take something to help me sleep at night. And I ain't never posted no racist shit when I was on the cusp of sleep. I can't let you interrupt me again, though. Because this time you interrupted me, it sounded like I just took up for Roseanne like a motherfucker, okay? (laughs) You just gonna go into Ambien. No, 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 no. Let me finish my... Okay, go ahead. (laughs) It don't matter, okay? Because whether white people know it or not, Every white person should know that you can't use the word monkey when it comes to black people, okay? Porch monkey. We've been called all kinds You can't. Monkey. They, we were compared to monkeys. They used to tell us that we were more like monkeys than we were like humans. That's how they justify a lot of the shit. I know exactly what the fuck I was finna say about Charles Blow, Charles Blow earlier. Charles Blow uh, earlier, he was saying that on the slave ships, he said that black people were jumping off the boats and killing themselves and the only way that the white people doing that then could justify that kind of existence is to minimize our existence to make us seem less than to make us seem like we weren't human because if we're human in that situation they're doing the same they're doing something to us that they can't accept but they can accept doing it to something that they don't believe is 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 a valuable creature and that's the point he was making was that's what roseanne's comment did it it invalidated us as human as the history shows. But you don't even have to be human for white people to care. They gave Michael mean? Vick all kind of shit about them. And I love dogs. I am not saying that people who, who do shit to dogs should not be punished because it's just fucked up and you shouldn't do it. But they care about things that are not human all the time. But if, if dogs is what they went to go get from Africa all them years ago, <laughs> And they was doing the same thing, the dogs that they were doing to us. I bet they would construct some kind of reality that made dogs less than so that they 
could accept their own bullshit that they doing. Are- so that's the point. The point yeah. is they created a reality. They used the reality stone, the white reality stone, <laughs> to craft a reality that made them not feel bad about themselves for doing what they were doing at that time. And that's what a comment like that seeks to do. But this this had a ripple effect. Okay, so Donald Trump originally connected himself to Roseanne by saying, "Hey, look how successful the Roseanne show was." Look, it's a show about us. It's a show about the people who ain't spoken for. That's who this show is about. And so people started saying, hey, is Trump going to speak out about this, what Roseanne said? Not because he should speak out about any injustice that celebrities do, but because he attached himself to it. Mm -hmm. He started off attaching himself to it. So now what you have people on the right saying, uh, oh, y'all are just trying to make Trump be accountable for everything that bad that happened in America because they know. Is because he attached himself to it. But what what happened is, and it happens every time. When one bad thing happened for the right, on the right, something bad happened on the left. So Samantha B, who has her show called Full, Full Frontal, mm-hmm. as she was, you know, advocating for immigration rights, she called uh Ivanka Trump a feckless see you next Tuesday. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the word, but that's how they've been saying it on the on the news cycle. Yeah, that's how you say it. See you next. I season. don't. I just don't even know how that word got so bad and how it crept into. I just. I, I don't know why it's such a bad word that people have to use. See you next Tuesday for, but yeah, it is. I just. Word. I mean, in whatever culture or group that came up in, and how invalidating and harmful it was, I just would like to know the story of how that word got so bad because I've never like nobody. I get maybe people don't use it in the black community. Because I ain't never heard anybody say that ever growing up. I've heard white people, like, as I've gotten older, made white friends. (laughs) And so, because because she is considered the left now, everybody wanted Samantha B. fired on the right. So, it's, it's just become these contests. And so, Roseanne got fired, right? Yep. Samantha B. came out and said what she said, and... Among the Republican uproar, Samantha B got fired, and then ABC still is employ employs Joy Reed. Now I ain't know nothing about Joy Reed's history. She's just a black lady that be saying some good stuff every now and then, you know, as it pertains to race. And it turns out that her blog had a lot of stuff about homosexuals and Jewish people. And now everybody's mad because ABC got a double standard because they'll fire Samantha B, but they won't fire Joe. Like, it's crazy because to be the party that advocates for First Amendment rights as it pertains to being able to say what you want to say, it stopped being about the rights. And it started being about revenge for Roseanne getting fired. Like, I don't know. That's crazy to me. Because... If you believe in First Amendment rights, and if you believe in the rights for businesses to make decisions, then businesses can make the decisions about any of their employees that that they want to. Um, but I guess what I need to know is: should we be? Should we all be? Should we be monitoring what other people say like that? Like, how deep does it? How deep should it go? What do you mean? How deep, not even. Hmm. Regular people get fired all the time for saying shit like that. So what do you mean how deep should it go? 
Because that girl who, I don't even remember what she worked for, but said she was going to Africa and she hoped she didn't come back with AIDS. Got fired. Like, people get fired out of time for bullshit, saying stuff. Because you are not free from consequences from your job. You're free from consequences from the government. You can say whatever you want to. So that means that anybody in, in the limelight who says something offensive should be fired. Well, it's up to the individual companies that because the whole the reason so, why people get fired is because that company deems that the bad publicity that they're going to receive and not firing that person is too great. So it isn't across the board. The companies make the decision. So the next question is, if the individual companies make those decisions, should they retroactively make it for people who have said problematic things in their past? Too. What do you think? Because that's the issue with so Roseanne said inflammatory stuff. She's on the right, fire. Samantha B said some inflammatory stuff on the left, fire. Yes. Joanne Reed is employed by the same people that fired Samantha B, but what she said was like in two thousand and five, six, no. seven, eight. Well, and again, from the perspective of a company, it is whether or not they're going to be negatively impacted by it now. Samantha B is that happens happened now, so they're gonna fire her. The same thing with Roseanne that happened currently, and they're currently gonna take a hit from it if they don't fire her. Jory got away with it, and they were able to continue on, and it wasn't enough of a stink mate for that company to fire her. So and, now I don't know about retroactively going back and doing it. And I think another thing that a lot of people are missing Plus is two thousand five. That was thirteen years ago. That's what I'm saying. I think what uh, another thing that that people have, is missing are that people can grow you know what i'm saying people can change their perspective and the times change for example harvey weinstein in 2005 would not have been no. where he at right now yes there was no me too there was no support and advocacy for women there was no mm -hmm. uh open dialogue about what men are doing men in power specifically are doing to women it's a different time today. Now you can't say stuff like that. You know, George Carlin, a lot of old comedians that don't do comedy no more, that shit was so fucked up. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't be able to do that yeah. today. They won't be able to do that but stuff today. But that doesn't mean that they go back. Yeah. So just... the climate of our society is too different to think that you can go back and cherry pick stuff out of people's past and apply them to today's standards. Clearly, Unless it's rape, <laughs> you know. Yes, go back and find anybody that you have raped, raped or did you wrong, and expose those people, you know. But things just like unpopular opinion and things that will have a, a bigger footprint on on today, dialogue wise, like the stuff that these people are talking about. I don't know. I just you know, Don. Let me keep asking the question: Are we getting to a point where like? anybody that says anything of uh, offensive can't have because like how close are we getting to in, infringing upon first amendment rights but that again i wish people stopped saying that your first amendment says the government cannot we're not there at all your place of employment has a right to say that you they don't want you representing them because of your fucked up mouth but the first amendment only protects you from the government i don't know why people don't understand that it doesn't mean you could just say what you want to say just in general without consequence it doesn't now if the government start handing down issue or handing down these things or you're getting fined by the police because of this or that's different but well, your, your job can do that it's debate whether we're getting there or not because when the president of america 
can sit in a room with 32 NFL owners and 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 talk to them about making rules to where these NFL players can't do that because it wasn't no rule before that. But see, that's that that is problematic because that is infringing upon the rights of those players through the government. The president is leading the charge for them to not do that. That's different than you getting fired at your job because you said some fucked up shit. Like that is not your First Amendment right being infringed upon. It's not. Roseanne should have kept her fucking Twitter fingers off the keys and should have just went on to sleep like Ambien is designed to do. Roseanne been crazy. Because it's the same way. If I go on my Facebook and I, t- if I tomorrow I can go on my Facebook and say some racist or some problematic shit, if my place of employment sees that shit, I'm gonna have a problem. There, it's gonna be an issue for me. Like, and that's I'm not famous, but they people regular people get fired for doing bullshit like this all the time because a company is not the government, and your First Amendment rights are not being infringed upon because your place of employment don't want you out here saying bullshit. It, that's not the same thing. First Amendment only says the government can't do that to you. Don't say that these other places or public opinion, they don't have any control over people saying we ain't going to fuck with you no more because you said this problematic shit. That's not how First Amendment works. So unless you got a government job, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, player. Uh, but see you next Tuesday is on the same lines as nigga or the F word for gay people. It's just a, a derogatory word that was started out to be used for women. And so a woman saying it to a woman ain't as bad as a Roseanne calling a black person a monkey. Yes. It's the same way that we say nigga on the show all the time because we black and nobody gives a shit. But if we were two white people having a show where we were saying nigga all the time, it would be problematic. Or two black women be like, bitch. Yeah. But if a dude call you a bitch, it's a problem. <laughs> it's the same way. So see you next Tuesday. It's like straight. a problematic. If he's a straight dude. If he's a straight dude, yeah. Because gay men can't. And gay men use see you next Tuesday. Mm, women don't get upset. Actually, they've took see you next Tuesday. If That's a good thing. Like, if they say that, then you look good. Or that outfit is good or nicer. So gay men are the exception. But yeah, it's like a, deter- it's a derogatory word that is like saying because if you drop the f-bomb not fuck but the one used for gay people you're gonna get the similar response that you will get for see you next tuesday because it's deemed to be that kind of an offensive word where certain groups can use it and others others cannot i mean i've used it before when i've been angry okay but it was only after i started hanging out with white people so we had a lot more to talk about, y'all. We did. We talked about that picture and Roseanne for too long. Well, the picture for too long, for real. Uh, I'm just going to say what else I was going to talk about okay. real quick. Uh, I was going to talk about Drake and Pusha T. Eh, um, I was going to talk about Pusha T album being released. I like the album. I was going to talk about uh, the beef that Drake and Pusha T had, which Drake, you know, his this was like level two. Pusha T's was level 10. And... Uh, the issues that they have with the bathroom pick on his album cover, mm-hmm. Pusha T's album cover is Whitney Houston's bathroom. Did we talk about that last week? I think we did. Yeah, yeah. we did. Um, but Bobby Brown then came out talking about he talking shit about it now. And his sister, because his sister was the one that took. Everybody was wondering where the picture came from. Bobby Brown's sister was the one who, oh. and she sold the actually, she sold the picture to the Inquirer, and the Inquirer was the one who held the rights to the picture, and so that's who they paid the money to was the Inquirer. Oh, okay, it makes so sense. So the family did not really have anything to do with it. That's why they upset. You need to be mad at the sister. Yeah. 
Uh, they start, were mad at her when she apparently this was a big thing. I don't remember when it, it. happened back then. It was a people had an issue with her for doing that shit mm. for selling it to the. That inquirer. must have came out on Inquirer. They must have had that on them. I think so. And one in her. I was gonna talk about uh, Starbucks training and just a little bit about that, but we probably I'll probably talk about that next week. As I read, I'm gonna read the curriculum mm. and just see what it consists of. Um, a teen got sentenced to five years for stealing sneakers. Offset had a car wreck, and he bought a dude, the dude, a car who helped him out of the situation. So that was nice. Shout out to Offset on that. And um, it's a student around here that graduated. The graduations was a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it's the uh, bus driver took a picture of this kid walking down the street with his, you know, cap and gown on, and um, it became a big news story here because you know it just started trending on Facebook. And uh, that picture was found. Ricky Smiley found it and bought that kid's family a car. But I still feel like his family ain't shit. Yeah. Because I feel like, how you going to let him walk, number one? How you going to let him walk alone, number two? What about when you got to go somewhere? How do you get there? And of all of the days of the year that this kid walked to school, he got up at 4 o'clock to get to the bus just so he can get to the school that ain't in his district. But to get there, he did that the whole year. Of all those days, the one day that matters to him, not only could you not get him a ride there, but you couldn't be there. I don't know. I, I just don't. I feel like Ricky Smiley should have bought that car for him. Got all his shit together and let him go and let his family be um, in this bullshit in peace. Only other thing I was going to talk about was Kim Kardashian and President Trump meeting about prison reform and just how. So it was so much about prison reform. Is Alice Walker. Yeah, as it was about them trying to get her sentence pardoned. Um, which she was basically a drug mule in the situation and a whole bunch of people turned turn on her and put a lot of the blame of the situation on her um, to get reduced sentences. And she did not even get an option of a reducing. And the article I read said for some reason she didn't get an option of a reduced sentence, probably because she was she's black. And I'm just going to assume that everybody involved in that operation yeah. was not black. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um. I'm going to watch the game tonight, but I was going to mention J.R. Smith and that horrible play that he made that cost Cleveland the game. If y'all are are, are shocked that Red is talking about basketball, <laughs> y'all are not the only ones because I didn't learn till the fucking day that she watched some damn basketball. I used to watch uh, NBA basketball, and I, I really only watched, like, playoff. Like, I would watch all the series in the playoff and then watch the actual – the final games. Uh, and then I don't know I stopped watching it And then the guy that I'm dating Is into it And so I started back talking about it Because I talk about it with him And then when I saw this I didn't watch that game And when I saw that I was like Fuck that must have been a good game Because <laughs> I would love to have seen that Like when it happened As opposed to seeing like the replays of LeBron Being like motherfucker what you doing Like he J.R. Smith thought that they were ahead it was the end of the game. They were actually tied. And I know what happened. He ran the yeah. clock down. For anybody that didn't know, he ran the clock down. <laughs> they went into overtime and lost. And go to state because everybody morale was gone. <laughs> like they were trying to figure out whether they should beat Jr. ass or not. <laughs> that's that's why. Oh, it was so funny. So now I want to watch the the rest of the finals just because I want to. I don't want to miss something Look, else. I don't watch sports. You know I what I'm saying? NBA I know about playoffs. sports. I played just all through playoffs. high school. I played basketball in high in high school. I played football in high school. So I'm I know about sports. I know what's going on. I used to go to NBA the final like parties. Like I was 
really into it. But, but I, I just, I don't know. I just start watching it. But if LeBron James keep dropping fifty plus points in the playoff and they don't look, they don't win, J.R. Smith gonna first off, he gonna come up missing. <laughs> he already on. He already got the IQ of a toddler. Okay, as evidenced by not knowing what in the world the score was <laughs> at the end of the game. Okay. At the most important, like if you are gonna be off on the score, be off on the score first quarter, the second quarter, like by half time. But like at the end of the game, when it matters, you should be up on what the score is. Like, <laughs> and LeBron, first of all, the memes are hilarious with LeBron like pointing, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And they got Jr. running to the liquor store to get some henny <laughs> instead of shooting the ball. <laughs> okay, but yeah. J.R. Smith uh, uh, has a history of making bad decisions on the court. Yeah, but that was fucking terrible. Like, it was pretty bad. Uh, and then I was just going to talk about the lady, the side chick who sent nudes of, of her man to his wife and his daughter. <laughs> I want y'all to know how. I just want y'all to know how ambitious I'll show him. Y'all hear all this shit. It'll take us five hours to talk about all of this stuff the way we talk. <laughs> <laughs> you see how much shit, like, we both have a list of stuff we want to talk about, and we kind of, like, modify it with the flow of dialogue. Yeah, I have to talk about stuff less, or in this case, not at all. I'm just realizing how damn ambitious we, we are. Have to t- we used to only pick, I think we're going to have to go back to picking, like, three stories and just. I think we just got to, like, Time like we got to set ten minutes. And I just don't feel like this. I feel like it's more realistic to just pick. Less we stories. if we get in a pattern, if we get in a pattern of monitoring ourselves time we wise, went from an hour show to a two hour show. Like when we started, we were doing like an hour, and the show was like almost. But we two hours. but we also yeah. were having letters. We also yeah. were reading poetry. Yeah. But we were still doing the questions. We were. We just didn't have as many letters as we can now. Well, and we weren't as detailed in the answer. When we had the question, the letters take way more. Like, we talk way more about these letters. It's been about 45 minutes every time. It takes us 45 minutes. It's been taking us 45 minutes before we get our stories. Yeah. Regardless of whether they was questions or whatever, because we're doing a whole bunch of random stuff. So I just think our stories is just too ambitious. We just, we got too many. Or... We we talked about we talked about that picture for about thirty five minutes. We never know what's gonna lead to that because last week it was the doc the dancing doctor. Yeah, it was. So you don't know when you go into a story how much we gonna talk about it. You right? Because <laughs> I didn't expect us to talk about that damn picture for that long. We didn't talk about it in post show or pre show. Yeah. We talked briefly about it. Yeah. <laughs> No, I told you, I said, I'm going to save my dissenting dialogue for the show because, you know what I'm saying, I can't let you know too much. You be prepared. I I need you to be unprepared. You be taking my shit sometimes, too. You know that, right? I know you know. I don't know. Yes, you do. How do I know? I take your stories? No, you don't take my stories. You take some of what I said and you put it in what you saying before I get to say it like I was saying it before we talked about it. Oh, I do that with some stuff you said before we talked yes. about it. Oh, well, stop doing that. <laughs> That's, I have. I have. I give you little tidbits just to be testing you to see if you're going to do it. <laughs> you still be doing it. I be like, mm-hmm. That's why I'm, I'm getting the good shit at the beginning. <laughs> I need to save some stuff. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we could have probably had that little 
three minutes off of the mic, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you got anything else on your mind? We ain't got time for it. All right. Well, until we kind of next conversation. We out. Holla. <laughs> <laughs>